hacks in the house. Vegan hizzy in the dizzy. Is that embarrassing? All right. So our last episode, we ended on a, a cliffhanger. <gasps> we were driving to Secret Vegan Pizza. Oh, yeah. That was so good. You thought that I overhyped the place. Uh, did I? I didn't. I didn't. No, I, uh, I, just I, you, I you fangirled the place. Don't get me wrong, but it was really good. one of the best pizzas I've had. The first one, the first one I had, I don't know, was okay. And then the next two, the the pepperoni and the other one, and then also their their secret um, prototype pizza were like ugh, mind blowing. They're really good. They fed us a prototype yeah. pizza. It was a Sicilian, like a thick crust Sicilian pizza with agave. a sesame crust. Yeah, and instead of honey, there oh, was yeah, agave. Oh, yeah, no, they... The sesame crust was They have so this good. thing... Yeah, they have this thing called hot honey. And it's an, it's an agave blend that's spicy. And they, they, they drizzle it over the, the pizza. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, if you're in the LA area or if you're in the South Bay or Orange County, definitely worth seeking out secret vegan pizza. If you take a visit, if you Those visit Those guys are LA, artisans. Yeah, they're good. And I understand there's something about you, Mike Keller, huh? that's different than the last time we spoke. What is it? What's about, what about me? Something happened to you over the weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. He's he's, he's his eyes are darting around. If you, this was a video podcast, you'd see his you'd eyes like darting, cartoon googly eyes. Mike Keller is an award-winning filmmaker. Thank you. Yes, yes, I won. Please explain what happened. I went to the bear because I saw the trophy oh, on Instagram. Yeah. I went to the Bare Bones Film Festival in Muskogee, Oklahoma, which is a really like fun, familial place, and um. I recommend it for anyone who makes a micro-budget film. And we uh, were happy to win Best uh, Dramatic Feature. Was was everyone, like, mad at you? No. Like, you, 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 did you get the trophy and everyone's, like, looking at no, you? No, they, they they, everyone was happy they were for jealous. me and, uh, and they enjoyed the movie. And I enjoyed their movies and everybody was happy. We were all one big happy family. Congratulations. I saw the trophy. It looked very, very impressive. Thank you. I saw, hey, I saw your like, trophy five minutes ago, and it was way more impressive. Which trophy? The Emmy you have just kind of jammed in your bookshelf as if it's like a paperweight. It, it is just a paperweight. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny. I get the weird trophies. You know, you get like the nice trophies. I'm not talking about the Emmy, but I'm talking about the other trophies. Like, I have like a trophy that looks like a woman's flag. Oh, is that some like fetish festival? <laughs> It was the fe- yeah, it was some fetish yeah. festival. It's I mean, like a, you know, I, I didn't do it. I didn't perform it. It, it was a movie. The I made. Story they have that like stocking leg lamp, and that's like a big gag in the movie, in the Christmas story. Yeah, but there's like a little handcuff like on her wow. an- anklet, an ankle cuff. It's like a it, w- it was called the Bizarro mm-hmm. Fest, and you got a Bizarro trophy. And it was Italy. And then I have this, what, a scuffy? What's a scuffy? Sounds like a furry, like a, a, you know. A scuffy, supposedly a famous effects artist created the scuffy, and it's like a coal miner, but he's like mining for film or something. What film festival gave you the scuffy? Oh, um, South Carolina Underground Film Festival, I think. But I, but I have weird award. My awards are so weird. You have a shelf of like bizarre little trophies. 
oh no, they're in like a box somewhere. There his Emmy's just like sitting shelf. on its side, gathering dust, like crammed in like a broken shelf with like as if it's a piece of garbage. I have this one trophy that's a magnifying mm-hmm. glass that's magnifying like an the like an the animal. logo of the of the film okay. festival. Is it because it's a micro fact, festival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like look closer. In fact, they were like, "Here's the uh, you know how a, how a film festival has like a, a catalog, a brochure." Mm-hmm. They handed me this tiny little leaflet, mm-hmm. and that with that was attached to a little a little magnifying glass, and so you had to like look at the to find out what film when your film was playing. You That's had to look so at, little, funny. Tiny Could you look online, or it you had to adorable. look at the tiny little book? It was impractical, and they end up printing like regular mm-hmm. sheets of paper so we could actually find out when our films were well, playing. They were taking their title very seriously. But enough of enough this. of this nonsense. While you were gone, your favorite actress, Aubrey Plaza, oh, God. betrayed Stop, you. Aubrey Plaza, why? I'm so that was so cringe. I'm embarrassed for you. So yeah, we know about that. I mean, you, you're probably aware of the big milk commercial or whatever she she did. She was in an attack ad that was attacking plant milk, parodying plant milk. I find it kind of interesting how vegan community kind of I don't know, ends up vilifying these person personalities, and I don't, I don't know. I, mean, I think she's just doing it for the money. Yeah, but I mean, that's like I mean, blood she, money. It's li- I mean, if you're taking money from the dairy industry, you're literally taking blood money. We just talked about I was at the Bare Bones Film Festival, which is in Oklahoma, which, you know, it's the the middle of America. Um, a lot of cows. Isn't the logo a, a cow head? A, no, bonehead. Yeah, you're right. It is. Um, it's like one of those cow skulls. But listen, the, there was a film there that I missed. I really wanted to see it because the poster looks good. It was a short film called Vegan Apocalypse. And and I, 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 you know, I asked around, I was like, did anyone see this? And, and a bunch of people were like, yeah, it's so witty. It's so funny. And I'm like, let me guess the plot. The apocalypse happens and vegans are like too weak to be able to survive because they refuse to eat meat. And they're like, yeah, it was so clever. And I'm thinking to myself, I like, you know, kind of died a little inside. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's like the the stereotype, I guess. And who knows? Maybe the film is like really funny and clever but like i knew that's what that it would film be won the grand about. jury prize yeah no oh, i'm just kidding <laughs> i don't think it won a prize but um you know everybody was in agreement like it was such so spot on you know <laughs> what can i do this is this is oklahoma i remember being at a festival in florida mm-hmm. and it was like one of these things where you know the whatever one of the hotshot filmmaker people that have like, I don't know, you always, you know, you're at a festival. There's always this one guy, the local person that everyone thinks is like the bright mm-hmm. person. Everyone's, you know, there, I don't know if it's a click or whatever, but their film was so homophobic mm. and offensive. It was like, it was like this gay vampire movie or something. It was just, it was just atrocious. And I'm like sitting there, like I wanted to walk out while I was watching it. You know, and then there was a situation where they were asking me about it and, you know, I had to set them straight about it, but I mean, I ended up being like that bitter old Yeah, like corner. you have no sense of humor. Can't you take a joke? It's not cool. We might as well talk about our big subject for today. You know what it is? Um, as of a few minutes ago, it's about people who are 
vegetarian at home but eat meat in social settings? What? They could be vegan too. Sure. Social omnivore. I'm, you know, I don't think I've ever met a social omnivore. I, you know, there's all these trend pieces where I don't know where the trend is, but maybe I just don't happen to know anybody there. So there was this article in Bon Appetit magazine. Mm. The social omnivore lifestyle is rising. Mm. And it's by uh, Ali Francis. Mm -hmm. And supposedly she coined the term social omnivore, where I guess the hardest part of being vegan really is the social aspect. It is a little to hard, a yeah. People. Well, not like not for you because you're a robot, obviously. No, I mean it's just hard when everybody's going to a restaurant. <laughs> and I don't have any options, but other than that, I can live. Yeah, well, not just that, but there's social pressures and family pressures. Yeah, kind of. Kind well, not for you, but I mean, I'm for for for, no, for, there for is other people. For me too. You got to understand. There's other people that have no, lives but I just agree that there are there's social other, pressures, family. even for a well, robot you, like me. You grew up in a family that that didn't really put pressures on you. I got a little pressure dirty. here and there, not that much. I we've heard your story. Yeah, but it's anyway. But the situation. Okay, so I'm just gonna read the first two paragraphs of this because I think that um, it, it kind of exposes that pressure and why someone would choose to be a social omnivore. The only issue behind all of these articles, like there was an article that just came out in Veg News. There's articles on all these different platforms where I guess Bon Appetit kind of just set the table. But uh, so this is from Bon Appetit magazine. That was a funny pun. Evan Levy had been vegetarian for two years when his mom pulled out a tender, steaming hunk of beef from the oven. Are you really not going to eat my brisket? She asked her son, a 34-year-old physician that lives in New York City. Levy knew what a labor of love that dish was. Obviously not, to, you know, it wasn't a labor love of for love the cow. for the, 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 the cow, but obviously, I guess... And how much it always brought the fa his family together. It felt insulting to say no, he said. He stopped eating meat in 2017 for environmental and animal welfare reasons. Giving up steak and chicken wings was easier than he thought. But he craved the communal aspect of meat eating. Home-cooked meals with the family. Fancy restaurant-tasting menus. Vacations where meat has cultural significances and easygoing dinners prepared by friends is really well written, by the way. So Levy came up with a new framework. Now he eats vegetarian at home when it is in his control. Socially, he indulges in meat. Whoop de doo. <laughs> Obviously, there's people that are vegan for all different reasons. There's people who are vegan for the environment. There's people who are sure. vegan for animals. But there's people vegan for their yeah, health. The, oh. And this obviously gives them an out so they can live without tension. Right. I mean, the article said he's vegan for essentially ethical reasons. But I, I guess those ethics are like, you know, flexible. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel as though Isn't matters it just of life. Another word for flexitarian. Yeah, I mean, yes, of course. Uh, I feel as though matters of life and death should not be subject to like politeness. Uh, you know, like that trumps life and death trumps 
social pressure yeah. and politeness and things like that? Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to be that one who doesn't eat my mom's brisket mm -hmm. and say that I'm vegan and make and 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 if my mom spent you know, four hours making it and it was something that we've always she's always I've always eat and enjoyed when I was a little kid, I'm going to say no to it and create some kind of rift between me and my mom. Well, I would hope your mom wouldn't uh make a rift if for your food choices. I mean, I mean, I'm an old person, but some old people don't understand. Right. They don't, but uh, what can you do? It's, it's a, I mean, it's a matter of right and wrong. I understand that. Okay. Let me frame it a different way. We have these tried and true vegans. Okay. Let's say there's whatever, 2% of the population. Okay. But then you have this new way of doing things where you eat when food is in your control, vegan, and then when you're at a restaurant on a date and you eat your whatever, your rare steak or whatever you do, but then at home you stay vegan. And instead of, of the population, instead of 10% of the population, maybe 30% of the population starts doing this. 35%, 40%, 50%. You're talking about more animals saved yeah. than that 1% of hardcore vegans sure. who take a hard line on this type of no, stuff. No, I get that. And harm reduction is it's a thing. Data. It's yes. data. Yes, and killer. now I'm going to address the data. Sheesh. I'm sorry, I don't want to make you mad. You sound mad. mad. I'm like, of course, we, we understand this argument that reducing meat saves some cows and that's great and i'm sure those cows who were saved are happy about it but tell that to the ones who weren't saved that doesn't help them i i understand that but i'm also talking about moving a right population. yeah no it's a uh, if we were more no. tolerant if vegans were more tolerant perhaps more animals would be saved yeah, back to uh, Oklahoma. I was talking to somebody, um, a new friend who lives there, and she said something to the effect of, like, do you look down on me for eating meat? And I, I say the same diplomatic answer to everyone. I just said, if I did, I would have to, like, look down on all my friends and family because so many of them eat meat. So, like, you know, what can I do? I just have to I have to coexist with people. It doesn't mean I can't. That doesn't mean I can be like, yes, eat it. It's fine. It's not fine. It's wrong. But at the same time, I can't have this art, like intense argument with everyone every day and alienate them on a constant basis. So I just say, like, I guess this is what people do. I don't like it, but it is what it is. I mean, it's it's that conflict that, like, all ethical vegans have when we interface with the world, and there's someone we like and it's admire. It's disappointing. I mean, Plaza, and, but there's nothing someone we admire ends up doing things that disappoint us. I mean, it, I mean, sometimes, you know, I, I mean, I go, I go through phases, like sometimes maybe I'm, you know, I don't know, uh, callous to seeing, you know, people eating meat or promote, I mean, I follow people that aren't um, vegan on social media. And then all of a sudden I see them eating a steak and, you know, I, I scroll past it and go, ah, you know, nobody's perfect. I don't know. I don't know. What are you gonna do? I don't know. It's it's just kind of sad and disappointing, but what I don't know what to do.
excuse me, I remember sending you the articles and you were like giving me thumbs down or emojis or whatever when I was sending you these articles about. Well, I mean, I can't reasonably um, put a thumbs up, can I? No, no, I understand that, but th- that you made a definitive. I don't approve of this. No, and, no because and, it, it and, just re- again, this is like when I when I hear people say I don't want to be rude. You, you, I don't want to be rude to my host, but I, if you really respected that a life has intrinsic value, that animals have feelings, that they don't want to die, that it's wrong to torture them, all of these ideas are so much bigger than rudeness. And honestly, sometimes it takes a little rudeness to make a little progress, because if everybody was afraid of offending someone there would be even more injustice in the world than there is now. And, I, you know, I could go into, like, analogs of what that means in human terms, but then people get offended that you're comparing things that we do to animals to things that happen to humans when, in fact, they are comparable, and you know what I'm talking about. No, no, I definitely know. But again, I'm also playing the other side. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell I'm I, because and, I think and I agree with some aspect of the other side that a, an aggregate, a bit of harm reduction, is better than nothing. Yes, it's better. This guy is doing better than somebody who also eats meat at home. Sure, that's true. I'm not going to give him a Nobel Prize, but I agree. Giving people a flexible path allows them to make better sure. choices and perhaps creates a sea change when when you tell someone they're going to have to turn vegan you're telling them to change their life significantly when they decide to be a flexitarian or whatever i don't know social whatever they call this thing you're telling people you can make certain allowances you know you don't have to tell people you're vegan you could take, say you're a social omnivore, right. whatever. You or you could just keep it a secret you for all that, like they keep know. Keep it a secret. Yeah, I understand that. They think you're, you think you're whatever. You're just a right. person I, in your I, life. You're not going to be labeled a vegan, and uh, and then most of your meals are going to be vegan meals. I don't disagree with you. It's better than nothing. It's just not as good as everything. We're living in a world of compromise. That's everything, immediate, everything yeah, about our world. world is a matter of, you know, optimizing the out, uh, outcome. Everything about our world is about optimizing the outcomes of imperfect situations. You, you know, I mean, I don't also do understand the power of being extreme and extremism. It's and, just sad that this that is extreme. It's, it's sad that it's. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like, let's say like fur, like, 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 I don't know, a couple of 20 years ago, you mean, when people wear fur, it was socially acceptable. Now, when you see people, I've actually been seeing like, I guess Rihanna was wearing fur at the Met Gala. And then I saw Pedro Pascal and he's had some fur around him and supposedly it's vintage fur. So I guess the animal died, whatever, 20, 30 years ago. It's not a new kill. But again, that concept of fur has become because of extreme activists and they're cute animals, you know, so it's maybe it's easier marketing. Right. I wish people would uh, put two and two together and say fur is bad, then hmm, maybe some other things are bad, too. Yeah, but 
I think that there has to be incremental steps. Sure. Like, I mean, I'm you, usually you say, the guy arguing for incremental is... steps, I, and and I am. I just it doesn't it doesn't mean I have to like it. You know what I, I you know what I'm saying? I yes, I agree. This is a step in the right direction. It doesn't mean I have to be like excited about it. I feel like a lot of vegans would dismiss this as nonsense. It's, it's a and... little bit of nonsense, but it's also marginally helpful. I you know it's it's meh. This it's meh. I don't know. I, I think I think that if there's people that don't want to make a commitment to be 100% vegan, but they're because of their social pressures, mm -hmm. it gives them a reasonable course. Yes. It's just kind of ex exhausting to hear like all the compromises. It's exhausting to hear all the, I tried to be vegan once. I do this, but not that. You know, it's like if something is wrong, it's wrong. But what can I do? It's just like someone who goes to church and then they end up doing all that sinning. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Mike Heller, so what did you have for lunch? What did I, have for lunch? I had um, that Trader Joe's um, vegan tikka masala. Okay. I liked it. It's pretty good. It's one of my staple foods. I did like a whole thing, a whole riff on how uh, the artwork of Trader Joe's food is not. <laughs> I saw you rated some of them. Some yeah. of them you liked. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, a little bit. Some, 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 some more than others. But I was like, I felt like they did a dirty deed on the um, the vegan fish. <laughs> oh, you like the because it's I really good. It I'll, and, I'll probably, oh, it's I'll good. Buy it today. All right. Well, check it out and uh, another episode bites the dust. <laughs>